The next verse from Vishnu Sahasranam goes as follows. Eko naika savaka kim yatat padamanuttamam loka bandhur lokanatu madhavo bhaktavat sanaha. The first name in this verse, name 730, is Ekaha. Eka. It's a very common word in Indian languages up to the present time. It simply means one. Satya Deva Vashishta, he always gives un, or less uh, obvious meanings of names. But one of the name, one of the meanings he gives of this name, Ekaha, giving a different derivation, Eti Gachati Sarvatra Iti Ekaha, he who is present everywhere. So in that sense, the word or the name Eka, yeah, it's a name also. It's a name. It's generally it's taken to be an uh, an adjective. It's, it's a name. It's not just a word. It's a name here. Uh, so this derivation, he who, is, he who is present everywhere, this is similar to names like Vishvam, Vishnu, the first two names in Vishnu Sahasranam, Vyapi, Vyapaka. But uh, as these have been discussed at length, I, I'll get on to the more obvious meaning which is one. He is the one. That he is the one who we are looking for, or we should be looking for. He is the one who we should look to. He is the one when when we've been through all different demigods and uh, glorifying Shravidvarahoshra Karai Sangstuta Purusha Pashuhu Nayat Karna Pato Peta when we've finished acting on the platform of hogs, dogs, camels, and asses, and praising persons who are like hogs, dogs, camels, and asses, and we're finally ready to open our ears to hear the glories of Krishna, then we will find out that he is the one we should have been glorifying instead of glorifying hogs, dogs, camels, and asses. He is the one. He is the one uh, who is glorified throughout Vishnu Sahasranama. He is the maintainer, the creator, the destroyer. He is the one who can fully satisfy our hearts. Now the next name, I haven't finished discussing this name, but just giving you a primer here. The next name is Naika, which is exactly the opposite. It means not one. It's one and not one. So there's this apparent contradiction here that is already precluded in the previous verse. By uh, In there we have, in the previous verse, we were discussing names Vishvamurti, the form of the universe, and Ekamurti, who has many forms, Shatamurti of a hundred forms, Shatanana of a hundred faces. And in the same verse we had Amurtiman, Avyakta, Amurtiman, 
doesn't mean without form, but it can be misunderstood like that. And avyakta can also be, yeah, it means unmanifest. So there's an apparent contradiction there and an apparent contradiction in Eka and Naika, these one, not one. So the Mayavadis, they, the Mayavadis try to resolve this contradiction by saying, well, actually it's, actually it's one, and Naika, that's something illusory. It's, it's actually one, but it, it, it appears not to be one. But the Vaishnavas, they don't make such, any such uh, arrogant malinterpretations of the words of Bhishmadev, of the words of Vyasadev. They accept both names as being fully important. Yes, he's one. He is the one supreme. But he doesn't manifest only in one way, to put it briefly. So this name, one, is very much like by the Vaishnavas. He is the one supreme. The one without a second. The Mayavadi is also like it. The, their idea, one, oh yeah, one, one, one. They get excited about, about nothing. <laughs> well, that's the Buddhists. They get excited about nothing. But then if you say everything is all one, uh, with absolutely no distinction of anything, well, there's nothing, there's, there's nothing there. Uh, there has to be variety. So he is the one who... One means he is unique. Ananya, that's another word in Sanskrit, uh, meaning there's, there's no other exactly like him. He's matchless. No other exactly like him. That can be said of every jiva by his grace. But he's matchless, unparalleled in his names, forms, qualities, pastimes, uh, paraphernalia, associates, in his uh, opulence, in his majesty, in his power, in his fame, in his beauty, in his knowledge, in his renunciation, in his sweetness, in his love, he is matchless, therefore he is the one. Uh, the Mayavadi is very much like to cite from Chandogya Upanishad, Shankara quotes this in his commentary on this verse, Ekameva Advitiyam Brahma which means one certainly without a second that is definition of Brahma. So they interpret this to mean that Brahma is without any variety. Well, there's, there's only a complete oneness, although the, uh, there's variety in these words. You can't make a sentence unless words have different meanings. I'm not spouting svotavad here. Uh. <clears throat> but the Vaishnavas, they also say, yes, he's the one. Mataparataram nanyat kinchidasti dhananjaya. Krishna is the one. There's no one superior to him. There's no one equal to him. No one can be equated with him. That means there's none above him. 
You, you could also say the most miserable wretch in the gutter, uh, there's no one equal to him. That means there's no one lower than him. He's so, so wretched and miserable. Actually, there are so many wretched, miserable, pathetic creatures. Uh, <clears throat> but Krishna is unique in his glory, power, majesty, beauty, sweetness, so on, as I just said. You can't group him with others, just like we say there, uh, what is that, Jalajanava Lakshani, Stavara Lakshavingshati, Krimaya Rudra Sankhyakya. You can classify the different grades of living beings. There are the non-moving living beings, the aquatics, there are the humans, the birds, the reptiles, the insects. And then within those groups, there are subgroups. Among the birds, there are aquatic birds, um, marine birds. I mean, among aquatic birds, there are marine birds and inland river birds and lake birds. Uh, they can be classified in so many different ways. There are different kinds of uh, varieties of sparrows and crows and eagles and gulls and ducks and geese and domestic fowl. And you can go on classifying, classifying, classifying. And then, yeah, among, among inorganic matter also, there are different classifications. But Bhagavan, he's in a category all of his own. He is the one. One and only. This is the meaning of Advitya. Not that there's absolutely no difference in all respect. In all and every respect. But he is one superior in all ways. You can talk of even Within a group, you can say, oh, all right, there's a group of, here, a group of brahmanas. So you can say two brahmanas, or five kshatriyas, six cows, 25 goats. But there's no, you, you can't say, well, there, here there are two bhagavans. Now, Krishna and Balaram appear together. Sita, oh, sorry, not Sita here. Uh, Ram, Lakshman, Bharat, and Shatrugna. They're all the same personality of Godhead. But we don't say, oh, there are four Bhagavans. No. It's one Bhagavan manif manifested in four different forms. That's why we have to understand Eka and Naika. These, these two names should be understood together. It's, uh, it's not such an easy thing to understand because we're talking about a topic that is, or a personality who is far, far above our ability to grasp. We're discussing to try to understand, yes, and understand, but not with the understanding that we will understand everything about him, or that we will hastamalaka, we will be able to hold him just like you can hold a little amla fruit, like a small ball in your hand. You can hold it very easily. Not like that. Not that 
I know everything about Krishna. We're not discussing like that. Jananta eva janantu. Kimba hupcha name prabhu. Ah. Jananta eva janantu. Kimba hupcha. Jananta eva janantu. Kimba hupcha name prabhu. Manaso vapasho vacho. Vaibhavam tavago charaha. There are people who say, I know everything about Krishna. Let them think that way. As far as I'm concerned, says Brahma, I do not wish to speak very much about this matter. Oh my Lord, let me say this much. As far as your opulences are concerned, they are all beyond the reach of my mind, body and words. So Brahma, he's in such a superior position to us, miserable little beings on this miserable little planet and this miserable Kali Yuga, that we can hardly imagine what is the position of Lord Brahma and he can hardly imagine what is the position of Krishna. So it's, it's not exactly that we're trying to understand. Yes, trying to understand, but just trying to appreciate Krishna, that we're discussing him. Mm. Uh, more there, there's quotes from the definitely there are so many quotes from the uh, Vedas to support this uh, just I'm going to quote from Bhagavatam where Ambarish Maharaj uh, says about Krishna the Supreme Personality of Godhead Eka Sarva Guna Ashrayaha he is the one who is the reservoir of all transcendental qualities. Srila uh, Prabhupada here translates ekaha as without any duplicate. Now Shankara, he also interprets this name or, or gives some specific reference in a way that the followers of Shankara, the Mayavadis, uh, they, they will like very much. Uh, we can also accept it, but no, not in the way the Mayavadis accept it. I, let me explain. The Shankaracharya says that he is the one, the one, 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 capital O here. The one, that's another feature of the English language, that Y-O-N-E should be pronounced one, is a chintam, <laughs> not exactly, but unusual. So the one, he is the one. Uh, no, there is, he is the one, no distinction within him of, or within Brahma, for Shankara's followers. It's not a him, or a he, or a neuter, it's just one. There are no such distinctions as him, he, neuter, negative, positive, singular, plural. There are no such things in the uh, Kevaladvaita conception of Brahma. So Shankara says, the one within whom, who is one by being within him, no distinction, the one devoid of any distinctions, the, the distinctions within Vedic philosophy are classified 
Sajatiya, Vijatiya, and Swagata. All right, let's talk about that. Uh, <clears throat> Sajatiya. Objects of the same class. Uh, differences between objects of the same class. All right, so we can say this is a group of cows. So all the cows, they're distinguished as cows by their features as being cows and not as being buffaloes or goats. Within the group known as cows, all the cows are one in as much as they can all be classified under the genre, jati, known as cows, but there are differences between each individual cow. This one is a very big cow, this one is a very small cow, this one is mild-natured, this one is stroppy-natured, and so on. Then, uh, another difference is vijatiyabed, di differences between different classes. Goats are different from cows, are different from buffaloes. So that's called vijatiyabed. And svagata, a difference between an object and its parts, just like I have this human body, and within the body there are differences, like the hand, the leg, the stomach, so that's called svagata bed. These kinds of differences do not exist within the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But yes, he has hands, he has feet, he has stomach, but they're all of the same nature. Satchit Ananda. Satchit Ananda. Ishvara Paramakrishna Satchit Ananda Vigraha. Angani Yasya Sakalendriya Vritti Manti Pashanti Panti Kalayanti Chiranjaganti. Ananda Chinmaya Sadujvala Vigrahasya Govinda Madhi Purusham Tamaham Bajami. Krishna is Satchit Ananda Vigraha. The, the, his form is eternal, composed of spiritual eternity, knowledge and bliss. This point is uh, extrapolated, explained in the verse which says that all of his, all of the limbs of his body are of the same transcendental quality. He can uh, see with his ears, hear with his eyes. So in that sense, there is no difference. There's no uh, difference in category because he's the supreme, one of one of a kind. Baladev Vidya Bhushan links these names to the names of the previous shloka and says that even though he has many forms and many faces, he is one, he is the one and only the one. So we shouldn't think that because he has many forms and many faces that uh, he is not one. Vishnu is one. So that's this name comes at the end of all that list of names to emphasize one. Don't start thinking that he's a scattered entity. Sri Satyadeva Satyadeva Vashishta gives the analogy that 
Bhagavan is like the one father who has many children. So many children, but they all have one father. Pitahamasya Jagataha. The one father of all the children. All of the whole universe. Therefore he is called Ekaha. Kato Upanishad explains, Nityo Nityanam Chaitanas Chaitananam Eko Bahunam Yovidhati Kaman Tamatmastam Yenu Pashanti Dhiras Tesham Shanti Shashvati Sham. Of all eternals, there is one who is the chief eternal. You may say, we see, well, he's one within a group. Yeah, of all eternals, there is one who is the chief eternal. So he may say, oh, you see, he's one within a group. Yes, yes, yes. Well, we just thought about having uh, Vijati Abhed. He's, he's not... Vigat uh, Abhed. He's not one individual within a group. That's true because he's completely unique. But it's also true that there are differences. Work it out? You can't work it out. Anyway, we're discussing now that of all conscious living beings, there is one who is the chief conscious being, and that supreme living being, the personality of Godhead, maintains the others fulfills their desires according to their merits. Only saintly persons who see him within and without themselves can actually attain perfect and eternal peace. So this verse, although the Kevalad Vedavadis, uh, or this verse or this name, they like to call Eka, 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 but actually it rebuts their theory. It doesn't uphold it. They got it wrong, as usual. Not as usual, as always. Here are some uh, meanings given from the uh, Madhva Sampradaya commentary on Vishnu Sahasranam that's rendered in English. Uh, I'm not going to give them all because many of them are, uh, many of them are quotes from Shastra in, just in which Many of them are quotes from Shastra in which the word acre comes. And there, there are not one, but many of such quotes. But I'll just go through a few of the meanings given here. Vishnu is called Eka, Eka Pradha, Pradhanaha. He is the most prominent of all, in all. Eka Asamanaha. He is one because no one is equal to him. Eka Jagat Bhinnaha. He's, he's, Vishnu is called Eka because he's totally... Vishnu is called Eka because he's different from others, different from this universe. Eka Asahayaha. He is one because he has no helper, which means he doesn't need any helper. He does everything as he likes by himself. Tamishvaranam paramam maheshvaram. Natasya karyam. Actually, I can, I can quote the whole quote from Sri Tashvatar Upanishad. It's not from the Madhva commentary. I'm extrapolating here. Tamishvaranam paramam maheshvaram. Tam devatanam paramam chadaivatam. 
Pating pati nam paramang parastat vidamadeva bhuvanesham yudyam. The Supreme Lord is the controller of all other controllers and he is the greatest of all the diverse planetary leaders. Everyone is under his control. All entities are delegated with particular power only by the Supreme Lord. They are not supreme themselves. He is also worshipable by all demigods and is the supreme director of all directors. Therefore, he is transcendental to all kinds of material leaders and controllers and is worshipable by all. There is no one greater than him and he is the supreme cause of all causes. Natasya karyam karanam cha vidyate drishyate parasya shakti vividhaiva shuyate swabhaviki jnana balakriyacha he does not possess a bodily form like that of an, of an ordinary living entity. There is no difference between his body and his soul. He is absolute. All his senses are transcendental. Any one of his senses can perform the action of any other sense. Therefore, no one is greater than him or equal to him. His potencies are multifarious and thus his deeds are automatically performed as a natural sequence. Now, you might think, well, I'm repeating myself what I'm saying here. Yes! quoting from different Shastras, which repeat the same thing, and we're very happy to repeatedly uh, demonstrate in whatever small way we can, being very small, living beings, very happy to try to demonstrate the glory, the majesty, the superiority, the position, one above all others, of Vishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Then Madhva Khamdri also Quotes Eka Svagata Bheda Shunya. That's already covered. He's called one Eka because there's no difference between, there's no Svagata Bhed between him, his forms, his attributes, his actions, and his limbs. Next, Yasarvan Anugrahnati Srijati. Yasarvan Anugrahnati Srijati. Yasarvan Ah. Yah Saravan Anugrahnati Srijati Visrijati Vasayati Tasmat Uchate Ekaha Iti Shrutehe Ekaha Vishnu is called Eka because he alone is blesses all. He is the one who is common to bless all. He creates all, he destroys all. The Shruti speak of him as Eka because he never takes the help of anyone else for anything. But doesn't he take the help of the demigods? Kind of. That's his mercy upon them. He empowers them to help him. Although he doesn't really need their help at all. Eka eva karoti iti eka. He, he alone does everything. Therefore he is called Eka. Uh, <coughs> then Quoting again, Eko Deva Sarva Bhute Shugurha. This is uh, quoting again from the, this is uh, Madhvacharya quotes from Shvetashvatra Upanishad. Eko Deva Sarva Bhute Shugurha. Sarva Vyapi Sarva Bhutantaratna. And it, it, it goes on. It goes on to describe different points. But that specific point is there that he is the one, one and only independent 
Lord who is hidden within the heart or latent within the heart of all living beings. Uh, then, an important quote, Eko Narayana Asit Na Brahma Nacha Shankaraha Before the manifestation of this material cosmos, there was only one who was Narayana, not Brahma and not Shankara. Yeah, from Ishopanishad. Anejade kammanaso javiyo nainad deva apnuvan purvamarshat tadhavato nyan adyeti tishthat tasmin apo matarishvadathati. Although fixed in his abode, the personality of Godhead is swifter than the mind. Although fixed in his abode, the personality of Godhead is swifter than the mind and can overcome all others running. Although fixed in his abode, the personality of Godhead is swifter than the mind and can overcome all others running. The powerful demigods cannot approach him. Although in one place he controls those who supply the air and rain, he surpasses all in excellence. This is how Srila Prabhupada here translates uh, Eka 1 from Karta Upanishad. Eko vashi sarvago ye no bhajanti dheras tesham sukham shashvatam netaresham. He is the one omnipresent Lord and controller. Only those wise souls who worship him obtain eternal happiness. Not anyone else. Yodevanam namadha eka e. Yodevanam namadha. Eka eveti shuteshcha Bhagavat eva vasvadinamani Vishnu is obviously a name of Supreme Lord, but even names of Rudra and others, they're all names of the Supreme Lord according to the Shuti statement, Yo Devanam Namadha. All, he's called Akab, this is important, because all names denote him as that one, who is the proper one to be understood by all names. Katritvam tu svatantratvam tat ekasya hare bhavet tat chavyayang tasya janan Agency, being able to do things that along with independence, these are the two, uh, two factors which shows the, that he is the one supreme only one who has these factors. Agency, he's able to do anything and everything, and independence. Others like ourselves may be able to do something, such as pick this up, we may have the independence just to be able to decide to pick it up or not pick it up. But our doership and our independence derives from his only. Sarvotama, he is the one above all, very important term in uh, Madhva understanding. Uh, he is the one who is above all. 
and then, oh, again in, yeah, and then there, he, there are many quotes from Shastra uh, in this Madhva commentary in which the acre, uh, the word acre is used, which gives various nuances on how he is the one. Now, here's an important point. I've not gotten into the Mayavad discussion of this. And there should be, there is so much refutation of Mayavad, but just enough to state at this point that apart from chanting Vishnu Sahasranam in verses, it's often also recited as a namavali. That means each name is recited one by one, prefixed by pranav and suffixed by namaha. Now, among the Vaishnavas, now there's, a, there's an important difference in the way the Vaishnavas and the Smartas or Mayavadis do this. Because the Vaishnavas they will do according to the uh, format Ekaya Namaha. So Ekaya Namaha means offering obeisance to a particular person. Whereas the Smartas, they will, they, they pronounce it differently. They say, they will say Ekasmai Namaha. The first name, Vishnu Sahasranam, the Vaishnavas will say Vishvaya Namaha, the Smartas will say Vishvasmai Namaha. Now there's a very important difference here. Because the Vaishnavas see Vishnu as the Supreme Person, and the Smartas they see Vishnu as a principle. They t the, the, the Mayavadis, or the followers of the Advaita Sampradaya, they seem to take the names as pronouns representing Brahman, representing Brahman, whereas the Vaishnavas take each of the names as an actual name of Bhagavan with its own particular meaning. It, ultimately, the Mayavari say, well, all these are, these are different. All the different qualities of Bhagavan which are expounded or, or revealed or glorified within Vishnu Sahasranama, the Vaishnavas, they say, yeah, they're all, they're all glories of the Supreme Lord, they're all names, therefore they're all names of his, because his names follow his qualities and his pastimes and his associates. Whereas the Mayavadis, they say, no, these are all just representations of the way we see Brahman, but we have to go beyond that, and ultimately he has no qualities and all this blah, 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 blah. So it's a very different approach altogether, and it appears to be very similar that the Mayavadis are chanting this and the devotees are chanting this, but it's not. It's not the same. 
milk might look the same, whether it has poison in it or not, but is not the same. So undoubtedly by chanting the Vishnu Sahasranam, the Mayavadis also get piety. That's also a gift of Shankara, that he, along with uh, preaching Mayavad, he also encouraged his followers to worship Vishnu, and for that matter, various other gods. Other gods, whoops, it's a quirk of the English language, or others who are seen as gods. <clears throat> but there's a great difference. So it's the, the water drunk by a cow becomes milk, water drunk by a snake becomes poison. That's the difference. So let's not entertain the Mayavadi idea that all is one, and beyond seeing that all is one in as much as all is contained within Vishnu, but he is categorically different from all of us. We are all one bunch of fools if we don't accept that Krishna is supreme. And we are all sheltered by that. We are all one group in the shelter of the lotus feet of Lord Vishnu if we accept, simply accept his demand, Maam Ekam Sharanam Braja. This is the oneness we want. To surrender and take shelter to him only and take shelter of him. Much, much more could be said about the cheating of Mayavad. I'll leave it there for now. And we'll simply uh, remember he is the one, the one object of our lives. So we should always chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hari Rama, Hari Rama, Rama Rama, Hari Hari, making him the goal of our life. He is the goal of our life, but consciously uh, accepting he is the goal of life and surrendering to him. Hare Krishna, Pancha Kalpa Tarupyas, Chaki Pasindu Vivita, Patita Anam, Pavane Bhyo, Vaishnave Bhyo, Namona Maha, Dante Nidhaya Churnakam Padayane Patya Kritvacha Kakushatame Tadaham Ravimi Hey Sadhava Sakala Eva Vihaya Durang Dauranga Chandra Charnay Kritvacha